0: But I really don't
1: Welcome everybody to Students Union Weekly on CJSW ninety point nine FM. Guys, this is a very special episode today because for the first time in like two months, I think three months, maybe even, we have our co-host back. What a new baby, Assad <laughs> Ali Bik, oh, Hello, Michael. Vice President Student Life of the Students Union. Here at the University of Calgary. Michael,
2: you honor me. Hello. <laughs> Hello, how are you? But this is not the only reason why this episode is special.
1: No, no, it's No, not.
2: no, no, no. This is a very special Black History Month episode of the SU Weekly Show here on CJSW. And we have a very special, very, very special uh, representative here. A- as many of the listeners know, we have had many... Not many. How huh? many would you say? Five. We, we've had
1: we've had four. We've four. had four.
2: <laughs> we've had four representatives uh, on we- SU Weekly. Just just talking more about their faculty-specific goals, accomplishments, and achievements. Uh, and today is today's number five. Number five. She's number one in my
1: heart. Ooh. <laughs>
3: so, uh, let go. that be known. Stay publicly. winning.
1: <laughs> so so mystery guest, do you want to introduce yourself?
3: <laughs> yes. Hello. My name is Faiyaz d. Um, I Woo! am yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh yeah, fire! Yeah, year, the crowd goes wild. But I am one of the four SU arts representatives this year.
2: That's right. Arts rep, you represent the biggest faculty, oh, and yeah. you know, Michael and I might be biased here, but probably faculty? the best faculty as yeah. well. I think that's a fact. And this is two years <laughs> running. Mm-hmm. How's that been?
3: I'm enjoying it. Yeah. So far so good. I think um last year was de- definitely an adjustment period and I think that I I learned a lot. I did a lot. Um yeah. and this year has been Oh, sorry. Got to no. talk to the mic. <laughs> this year That's okay. I can
1: still hear you. It's a- <laughs> perfect. Perfect.
3: Um, but yeah, this year has been a bit different, but I'm really enjoying it and I'm excited to kind of have that shift to potentially be back in person mm. and maybe do something in person in April because in the last like, two years, <laughs> haven't had that opportunity oh, yet. yeah. yeah.
2: Oops! Uh, (laughs) I feel you. I feel you. But I mean, you've made the online world work. You know, it's it's been different. But I mean, I've seen the great work you've been doing, whether it be advocacy, whether it be uh, the events, whether it be some initiatives here and there, whether it be collaboration, whether it be just getting information (laughs) out. Oh, I've seen it all. Uh, (laughs) And I'm so proud of you. And, you know, we can talk in more detail um, after some more music. Uh but for now let's just get to generally know you uh Fayo just on a personal note <laughs> Fayo what's
3: what's up with you Um I don't know I I feel like I'm a pretty boring person but I feel like Boring everyone would and say from that. from Edmonton, yeah, oh, wow. And you know wow. what's even worse? Shocker. What's even worse <laughs> <laughs> is that I was born in Winnipeg. Oh, so no! it just like it just is like. Oh no! But oh, you know God. what? I've gone uphill. Oh yes, yes. It was like Winnipeg, and then we leveled up a little bit to <laughs> yeah. Edmonton, and then we leveled up to Calgary. Oh, Okay, I gotta respect that. <laughs> yeah. grind. I gotta respect <laughs> what that. What can I say? Wow.
2: I'm,
1: uh, I'm sorry to all the listeners at home. <laughs> I didn't know we were bringing out a Winnipegger. <laughs>
3: I'm really sorry too. Um, I blame my. My parents <laughs> how long was he for uh, most of my life. I lived there for almost 15 years. Oh, wow. Okay, nice. nice. Yeah. So you went to school there? Yeah. How's that? It was good. I actually yeah. went to the same high school for a year as um, Richard Sigur- Sigerton. Dean of arts.
2: Yeah. Oh, wow. Big Bombers fan. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. He's a big Winnipeg uh, Blue Bombers fan. So, so. so did yes.
1: he recognize you when you first went down? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no.
2: Yeah, we were in the same, we were in the same class. We got the same teachers, yeah. got the same
3: classes. Oh, of course. Yeah, no. what you guys
1: can't <laughs> tell listening at home is FIO is 55 years old.
3: Years old. Yeah, <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> no, she's not. Yeah, I'm 60 actually. Yeah. My <laughs> just being oh, nice no. to me. It's <laughs> oh. no, fine. Now, now you have to actually tell them
2: that you're like between the ages of 20 and 25.
3: Yeah, I'm 22, turning 23 mm-hmm. this year. Woo. Oh, Woo. When's your birthday, Faya? <laughs> November 7th, Ooh. 1999.
1: Yo, yo, Scorpio? I'm on I'm November yes. 10th.
3: <sighs> no way. Over here, no, no,
1: 1998.
3: Oh my god. Yeah.
1: Um, Scorpios.
3: I, I don't know what any of that means, so don't yeah, ask me. Me neither. I have zero knowledge about horoscopes in my brain, except for the fact You're that a great I'm person. a Scorpio. That, that's what
2: is, <laughs> so you give Scorpios a good rep in my book.
3: Okay, because I've been told. All I know is that I'll be like, I'm a Scorpio, and people are like, Oh, like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, tell me what that means. Um, don't just like look at me like you I
4: you
2: did something say, wrong. What is the because? <laughs> what is the because?
3: <laughs> a, uh, a,
1: a girl I was into one time was like super into horoscopes, so she was like telling me all about that she was like oh scorpios are like very emotional and i'm like hmm it could be my star sign but it could also be all the mental illness uh, that's making me emotional." Agreed. Agreed.
2: <laughs> but your horoscopes uh, i don't want to get sidetracked for too long here but horoscopes actually make a little bit of sense to me you know because <laughs> in science class you learn that celestial bodies mm. of, of huge mass have some sort of gravitational pull on everything yeah. in the world, right? And so, I mean, like something like ninety percent of your brain is made of water, <laughs> and you know the moon controls the tides, right? And so, no, okay. there's some stop logic laughing. there. There's some logic stop there. Stop I, okay, when okay. Your brain kind of dictates everything. It kind of named bit, itself, yeah. right? <laughs> and so, if your brain is being developed, hmm. and these huge celestial bodies that have, you know, sometimes negligible mind you, sometimes negligible uh, gravitational pull. If they're there when your brain is forming and your brain is 90% water, bro, (laughs) there might be some method to this horoscope and then if people have learned to interpret it, ah, jeez! I gotta respect that.
1: You know, okay, I I didn't learn much from Physics 20, okay, (laughs) but I I did take one thing away because I thought it was kind of neat, which is that Everything in the universe technically exerts a gravitational pull on everything else in the universe. Yeah. So so it, it's not it's not just the celestial bodies. It's like uh, you and a, and a piece of dust, you know, 700 million light years away mm-hmm. are pulling on each other but, but like infinitesimally. Oh. So that's so that's but, uh, <laughs> but
2: like but what I'm trying to say is like the bigger the mass, the the more of an impact it has. Right and of course proximity matters too. But <laughs> yes, like, that's right. So like, yo, when they when they talk about the sun, and there's the something stars about and an stuff, inverse
1: relationship ah. there. F- physics majors in the chat please let us
3: know. <laughs> sound off in the chat let us, know. let us know if us art students are making sense. <laughs>
2: but yeah anyways that's that's the astrology talk michael what do we listen to that fire track to start off and yes what is today's theme for tracks because we got something we cool got a theme game. we do yeah uh
1: actually this theme was asad's suggestion so you know don't don't you don't you don't have to be humble asad you oh, can be yeah. you can
3: he robbed me of my opportunity to make a track list, but it was for a good cause. (laughs) It was for a good cause.
1: Uh, So the song we just heard was Pass Me By uh, by Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings off the album Soul of a Woman. Uh, Interesting thing about Sharon Jones, black musician, uh, played in Mac Hall... In the year two thousand
2: eleven, bang, and that is our theme for today.
1: That's our theme. We black artists song, who've played Mac Hall.
2: Exactly. Every song you hear today is from a black artist that has come through Mac Hall. And of course, for for those stu- for those who don't un- understand <laughs> the the magnitude of which the SU <laughs> operates at, you know, the the Students Union um, owns and operates uh, the concerts that occur here at the University of Calgary within McEwen Hall, and so. Over the years, and the ballroom as well, Mm -hmm. and over the years we've had uh, many artists come through. Oh, yeah. um, And many artists who have, you know, one-time local artists, now (laughs) international mega-hit superstars, you know. Uh, And and so today... um, uh, on this beautiful day, where it's nice and warm, uh, celebrating Black History, we thought we would highlight some of the Black artists that have come through Mac yeah, exactly. Hall, and so it's a great way to start us off. Michael, what can we expect for the rest of the show?
1: Well we can expect a variety, actually, of yes. genres. There's uh, a, like a lot of a lot of different Black artists have come around this part of the woods, you know. <laughs> it uh, so th- th- there's going to be a little bit of everything. Sounds
2: good to me. Let's get back to the music.
1: Let's when we come it.
2: back from the music, we'll have some more conversations with Fayo Abdi, talk about her accomplishments, talk about some of the cool stuff she's done, Woo. and talk about is she returning? Is she not? Dun, dun, dun. Spoiler. <laughs> Just getting no spoiler. You have to no come spoilers. back. Yeah, come on. Let's get back to the music, Michael. All
5: right. New York and LA, are y'all ready? For the brands in the jam, and we're ready to roll. Yo, y'all time to tell me, are y'all ready to go? side and the whole world wide there it is p-e-a-c-e 1991 you got to know what we're saying it's a black thing so you got to understand turn me loose
2: and just like that we're back <laughs> wow <laughs> what a way to end that that segment or i that know music session
1: right <laughs> just turn me loose wow. public, enemy. <laughs>
2: public enemy what year did they play back home
1: that, yeah, so, well, you're spoiling the, oh, the, no, the no. list uh, a little. Sorry, I'm, I'm start from, how, about, how
4: about we take it back? Whoa, let's yeah. start from <laughs> the music segment.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Asad. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, that song that we just heard there that was Power to the People by Public Enemy nice. uh, off the album Fear of a Black Planet. Mm. Um, and that uh, uh, Public Enemy, f- uh, famously, I think, played Mac Hall in, in 1999 nice yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. and uh just before that I was we heard one years old hmm? i was one years old when yeah, did that. yeah yeah so was i so was i yeah
2: wow. were you born
3: 1999 you said yeah, yeah. depends on what month
1: <laughs> <laughs> i think i think it was
3: nah, you were not like born. in the middle of <laughs> not in november if it was in november or december I was there. It was October,
1: actually. I
3: was in the womb. we were in Winnipeg.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They just missed Fio. I I can't believe it. They're lost. (laughs) Um, But yeah, yeah. Uh, And just before before Public Enemy was uh, Baby, Please Don't Leave Me by Buddy Guy. Mm. Yeah, famous blues artist Buddy Guy off the album uh, Sweet Tea. And uh, Buddy Guy... Uh, among his many accomplishments, uh, uh, probably near the top would be that time in 1992 when he played in Mac Hall.
3: Wow! What a surprise!
1: I know. I Did I not know.
3: think you were going to say that. That's... I'm so shocked. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. How
2: how far the the black history of the SU extends to with respect to this aspect of having black artists come through Mac Hall? That's that's really cool. Eh? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Wow. Um and you know Assad uh there's uh you know you know how we have a proud tradition on this show of every episode playing a track Don't from the say it, FIFA bro. Don't 10 even soundtrack say
2: it. FIFA 10 is dead <laughs> we killed it
1: well i'm i'm afraid that you the the one week that you were able to come here we we couldn't find any artists on the FIFA 10 soundtrack <laughs> Good that fit the criteria. I think that's a win.
2: <laughs> right, right. Yeah. By I your blessing.
1: I you come disagree. Here and
2: you bless the boots. <laughs> I say, wow, wow, wow. There
1: are some good tracks on that soundtrack, yeah. and I will die on this hill.
2: <laughs> no, I believe you. I
1: believe. You. Oh. i with you on that. But <laughs>
2: let's get back to today's regularly scheduled program. The regularly scheduled program. Fayo, our honored guest Woo, that's me when <laughs> Still we left here. off we we had discovered not discovered but we'd uncovered not uncovered we had <laughs> discussed
1: <laughs> we had you laid bare
3: <laughs> you're an arts rep i am an arts rep why do that um honestly <laughs> i like to say that it was a butterfly effect because Ooh. i lost my phone oh no and somehow ended up as an arts rep. That's what. That's my like interesting story. That's what I second. like to say whoa, 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 whoa. to make it like sound cool. It's that because, easy? yeah. <laughs> what can I say? But I I lost my phone and then it ended up being at the information center and in lost and found. Okay. And then I was intrigued by the information center and in lost and found mm. because I was like, this is so cool. You can just volunteer here. So then the next year, I volunteered there, <laughs> and then was involved with the SU, and then like kind of got familiar with the SU and then I had a class with someone who was the arts rep the year prior to me, um, Miwa. and so she, queen. yeah, love her and so she had talked to me about it and I remember her whole campaign from the year before and mm-hmm. I was like this would be such a cool opportunity and a challenge because I, I hadn't done anything like that mm, and I yeah. wasn't really involved with my faculty as much as I wanted to be so I was like this sounds like a cool way to just kind of push myself and like almost like force that involvement engagement yeah. that I wanted and like learn so much so I was like why not and so I ended up running after that. Nice. Well, that's and fantastic. the rest is history. That's fantastic. Is history. And, and like just <laughs> Black history. Black history.
2: Oh, yes. yes. There on Black we go. History Month. There
3: you yes. go. Uh, and, and that's like,
2: the
1: end of the show, everyone. Yeah.
2: Just, to, <laughs> no, just for the listeners, just to provide some context, the uh, <laughs> Lost and Found Information Center is, is actually operated by the Students' Union. So it that's is. your link to the SU, yeah. hey?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Wow, very cool. Okay, so quick question about about the process of you running. You, you made it sound very easy. No, uh, it which, definitely wasn't. Which, which, so I'm, sorry for
3: that. Of course,
2: of course. It's, it, and it, fun fact, elections are actually occurring very soon here. Yeah. Uh, yeah we're yeah. way into it right now, so... Um, but Fio, as a as a black student who has probably seen the challenges that other black students have had in the process of running, in the process of becoming a student representative, how was that in in determining your decision and like making that commitment to
3: running? Yeah, I think it was um, it definitely was a factor. I think it was like hard to ignore because like I'm it's just it's my identity. Yeah. It's like it's it has to do with a lot of the stuff that I believe in or that I'm passionate about Mm -hmm. and just so I think it in my campaign I think it didn't tie as much into what I wanted to achieve or what I thought I wanted to achieve at that time because I thought I have to make this almost as universally applicable as possible and Uh, make it something that will benefit all the students and I think it took until I actually like won and was an arts rep to realize that like Equity, diversity, and inclusion, and the stuff that affects black students is beneficial for all students. Oh, Mm -hmm. facts. And Mm -hmm. so I think that at first, the first time that I realized that it was actually like, oh, okay, like me running as a black student is like kind of a big deal was when I was talking to Tamima, and she was like, I was the first black arts representative.
2: Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. Ever.
3: And she was the year prior to you. Yeah. Mm. And so I was like, that is crazy. Like, that is crazy. 100%. And I think that. I, like I said, didn't have that many ties to the arts community. I, like, living on res, I lived on an engineering community. Awesome so, idea. Yeah, <laughs> so am Disgusting. I. <laughs> so a lot of the friends that I had in first and second year were engineers or mm-hmm. just, like, people that I met in residence. And so I a lot of my friends are not in the same faculty mm. as me. I think I have, like, one or two. And so <laughs> I um, was i I didn't have those ties to kind of like the community as other people, so I was like really worried that people would kind of just judge me based on like mm. you know the little bit of information they get from you from like your platform, yeah. your photo and that kind of stuff, yeah, and so yeah. that I definitely was worried about that as like a visibly black because we just <laughs> never now oh, yeah of course,
1: <laughs> so. have you have you tried being invisibly black
3: i have it doesn't work no oh. yeah, oh. although I thought I was i've heard that i i sound white. So maybe the people listening
1: may think that I'm invisibly black. <laughs> yeah. Yo, as a, sound off in the chat if Fio sounds white.
2: Please, no.
3: Well, please say a, no.
1: As an
2: academic here, I must, I must interject and talk about this brilliant book called The Invisible Man, uh, which talks about a, a black man who's in, in a societal view is invisible because, because society doesn't value a black person, right? Mm. But on a interpersonal level, they're so loudly black, so they can't be invisible. So it's it's a very cool paradox that exists in terms of being visibly black because that's the first thing people see about you, mm-hmm. but being so invisible to the system that it doesn't value you. Mm. So wow. for anyone, listen, go check it out. Um, I can't remember the author, but I know Charles Mills uh, writes about it in uh, in one of his chapters in Blackness Visible. So go check that out. Uh, but you love a scholar. Oh yes, of course. Uh, yo, critical race theory, I love. Um, <laughs> but Vio, uh, that, that's you know that's that's some.
4: That's a
3: fact, man. You're speechless. Like, He's speechless because it,
2: because this is stuff other people don't have to think about when they put themselves out there in such a public way, you know. And mm-hmm. and and it's like it's a blessing, but it's a burden too, right? Like it's a blessing because you have support from your community but it's a burden because you're like okay now i have to show up and you have to show out for these people right yeah and so how has that been in your role and in, in what you've been able to accomplish like because yeah i i won't share uh what <laughs> I, I i just had train a train of thought of like you know personal experience but i was like no i want to hear your perspective so how how's that
3: yeah i think that um i think it shifted almost everything that i i did once i was elected um and it was Mm. so different from what i what i thought i was going to do and but in the best way possible because i think that um prior to running i i had a lot of plans um edi still being one of them Mm -hmm. but i i didn't realize that it was going to be like so much of a focus of everything that i did in my first years as an arts rep i think i I kind of underestimated how much I valued it, but also how much students valued it, especially, like, um, after the resurgence of the Black Lives Matter movement, there Mm -hmm. was a lot of um, just concerns from black students and students of color, and um, and there was a lot that needed to be discussed and addressed, and I think that it was something that I was passionate about, so it was really easy for me to be like, okay, like, something needs to be done, like, let me try and do something, you Mm. know, and, like, actually utilize this, like, Role that I have and the privilege that comes with <laughs> right. it, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so um, I think that ended up being kind of a, a focal point of my my entire first year as an arts rep, and mm-hmm. it wasn't I didn't anticipate that, but I'm I'm glad that it was.
2: Yeah, and and you mentioned something right at the tail end of there, your first first year as an yeah. arts rep. <laughs> Why do it again?
3: Um, last year I just felt like there was so much more that I had to do yes. or wanted to do, yes, yes, and I think course. that there's with the option of things going in person or at least last year when i thought that things might go in person um there was a lot of events that i i had really mm. wanted to kind of see come to life um and be able to just like have like a more hands-on experience and yeah, yeah. so there was a lot that i just felt like still needed to be done and so yeah i ran again and i am here
2: I love that. <laughs> that's fantastic and and I know you mentioned that you wanted to do events mm-hmm. but uh, it's it's worth mentioning that you did put on some events. I did. You know <laughs> Just not saying? in person. Of but course, but of
3: course. But,
2: Damn. <laughs> but there were still fantastic events. You want to talk about some of the things that you were able to accomplish in terms of events?
3: Yeah, Um. so last year I was able to do, a one of the first events that I did actually was an open discussion on anti-black racism and mm. that was
2: yeah. uh, Very important.
3: Yeah, and I think it was a a big success because it kind of that i think that like sort of almost consultation with students if you want to put it in like su terms (laughs) was um kind of what guided my like advocacy and all the work that i did for the rest of the semester and so i think that was one of my favorite events that i was able to do and the first one um and just like being able to hear students actually be so vulnerable and so honest and like just straight up and blunt which i love Mm -hmm. and like they, they just shared how they were feeling, like the experiences that they've had, like positive, negative, like in everyth- everywhere in between. Like it was just it was it was a very powerful event. And so I think I'll always remember that one. But mm-hmm. um, in terms of other events, I also was able to plan a lot of Black History Month events last year yeah. with mm-hmm. the Faculty of Arts Equity Diversity yeah, Committee. Yeah. Um, and so we were able to get a bunch of speakers. Speakers, we were able to do some workshops with Cynthia Okafor. and if you don't know who oh, Cynthia correct. Okafor is, oh, she correct. is incredible. I agree. I I second, third, fifth, sixth, a hundred. <laughs> yeah. No, she's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really exciting. Um, I'm trying and to think what else. Just this past week. Yes. Just this past like, week. <laughs> yeah. You're,
2: you're thinking two like, back. I? am right trying to go guy. in order. I'm like, there's. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yes, I'm blanking. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> There's there's a ton in between, but we can talk about what's been going on
3: this last week. Yeah, I was able to work with one of the other representatives, Counselor Alcantara, Adrian Ah, Alcantara. He's he's been on the show. He has been. That was the the episode I tuned into. (laughs) uh, He was our first guest. Yeah. He is one of the business reps. I was going to say shout out Haskane, but no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. Only only some Haskane students. (laughs) Adrian, yes. Adrian and
3: Jaime get a woo woo for me, <laughs> but that's it. But um, we, I had met with him early in the summer and we were like, let's do a collaboration. And I was like, great, what are we going to do? And so I had let him know that I was thinking about maybe doing something for EDI week because mm. I knew that the university did that last year and it would be really cool to do something like on behalf of the SU almost. Absolutely. And so we talked about it and like now we're finally seeing things kind of come to fruition. And mm-hmm. so it's really cool because we were able to do a speaker Truth event with the African Caribbean Students Association, the Black Medical Students Association, yep. the Black Law Students Association, I believe, was also involved with that, the Nigerian Students Association and the Ethiopian Eritrean Students Association. <laughs> so a lot of, almost I think every single one of the black led, or um, like black representing clubs and organizations on campus. And so that was a really cool opportunity. And the Speak Your Truth events, if you haven't been, AXA does, like I think at least to a semester mm-hmm. um, they are like they're so fun they're just they like are. it's like a debate but in like the the most engaging way possible like yeah. they've just like mastered yeah, events agreed. like when it was in person it was so cool oh like, when it was in person oh, it was a different oh my god the environment <laughs> oh, like man. just hearing people like argue but like in a comedic way but also in like uh like to be able to switch from like talking about things like bbls and like hair to like serious political topics Mm. and like to actually have people engage it was just so interesting and so i was really excited about (laughs) that
2: (laughs) you know you just reminded me of something oh god i reminded I, i went to an event where where one of the One of, like, I'm thinking of the contrast in discussion topics. Yeah. And the first one was, is Nigerian jollof better? Or Or is... Ghanaian? Yes. Uh, Ghanaian. Ghanaian? Ghanaian. I I I can't say it properly. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Ghanaian jollof rice better. And this was a heated topic. I'm talking like (laughs) people were standing up for what they believed in, Mm -hmm. you know?
3: Yeah.
2: And then the next one was... So how does uh, political corruption, uh, you know, make its way into the, the diaspora?
3: Yeah. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How do we go from right <laughs> to no. political like it's, uh, corruption? It's so it's so crazy because normally, like, if you were to be, like, at a, at a debate-style event and, like, they switch the topics yeah. like that, yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah. would be confused. They'd be like, this is not the right demographic. Like, <laughs> we've got two different crowds here. But the people love it. I love it. I think oh, it's yeah. so engaging and, like, it's still, like important to talk about like those funny like topics that people are like oh like whose rice is better like that's not like something you would normally debate but Mm -hmm. like people love talking about it but then yeah i think it's just so interesting how they can switch and like Mm -hmm. the contrast yeah and and that that shows that there's
2: something for everyone there is you know like um and just to be clear for the listeners listening at home like you don't have to be black to show up to these you don't Right, like, this is a great event just to go and have a conversation mm-hmm. with and just be like, wait a minute, I've never had jollof rice. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm
3: saying? Like, that's that's an option to say as well, right? Yeah. So. Sound off in the chat. Who's jollof is chat. better?
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's start a war. We're going yes. So let's... Uh, <laughs>
2: Yes, uh, text the booth and let us know. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're
1: we're looking around now for where the the number is, but I guess you you have to you have to know it if if you if you have the number.
3: <laughs> Should I Google it? If you've been
1: granted the number to the booth, then you'll already you're you'll you'll know how to reach us. <laughs> yeah. Oh.
2: Well, yeah. Um. How about we we roll some more hits and then we come yeah. back with some more good conversations. Let's roll some hits. <laughs> yeah. All right. Keep it locked on CJSW 90.9. This is the SU Weekly Show. Let's yes go. Yes, it is. I'm going
3: to give you what
5: you're here for.
2: Vibes to bring us back to the oh, yeah. Weekly Show. Wow.
1: Oh, yeah. Wow. Some some good vibes. Oh,
2: yeah. Might I add. Really Only good. the
1: best. Only the best vibes. I would have loved
2: to see that live. I would have, too. Yeah. And I, I wonder... What a if segue.
1: If there was a chance, maybe in Mac Hall, to have seen this live. I'm sure... I think there might be. Yeah,
2: yeah, I just don't know what year, though. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well,
1: here's the thing. If you were around Mac Hall in 2002... Might have been in time to catch uh, Parliament Funkadelic, who were the ones that played both of these songs. Oh, nice! Uh, well, Parliament Funkadelic thinking. is such an interesting sort of collective. They they like technically they're two different bands. Oh, Parliament and, and Funkadelic. Funkadelic, but they're both like they both all have the same members. They're both, like, run by the same guy, George Clinton.
3: Interesting. You
1: know, and... What? what? You know, but they'll publish separate music.
2: Is that, like, two
3: presidents? (laughs) It's, like,
1: two presidents, yeah, you know? What is the
3: reason? But, like...
1: I don't know. George George Clinton has always been a weird guy. Like, he's... (laughs) He's just... He's,
2: oh, now you know. get it! Now you get it. <laughs> or, what's what's the?
3: No, I'm laughing because I asked what the reason behind the band having two separate names was, and he started to go on a tangent about George Clinton. <laughs> it's, it's Jekyll it's and
4: true. The Hyde
1: vibes, He's you know? weird. Yeah. He's a weird guy. He's like <laughs> he's part of what's called like the Afrofuturist movement. Mm. And, Interesting. Yeah, and so he's one of those it, like. I, I don't know how to fully explain Afrofuturism. It's like it's sort of a spiritual belief, but it's also sort of a political belief.
2: Interesting. It, what is
1: the belief? It's it's about yeah. like it, it talks about how like the, the people of Africa were like advanced alien civilizations before they came to Earth, you know, and that the, they're destined to go back sometime you know oh. eventually to go back into the cosmos you know does
4: that include me <laughs> that includes you, i don't know can i stay aside
3: and I, we'll switch yeah i will pass along <laughs> my black card
1: <laughs> it might tangentially include me since uh since i'm from egypt uh, which is in famously in north africa <laughs> I don't know what these two are like. Uh, I'm just what? saying
3: facts right now. <laughs> I saw it's past trauma. That's what I think about.
1: Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's George Clinton, and he's like, uh, he, all of his album yes, covers. George
2: it. Clinton. <laughs> Afrofuturism. We're going to space better. <laughs>
1: Shout out Dude, to George Clinton losers. in this house. Uh, yeah. So the, the last song we just heard was Let's Play House by Parliament. Uh, uh-huh. and Not the,
3: the Funkadelics? Not Funkadelic. Okay.
1: Uh, but the f- all the
3: members of the Funkadelics. All the, all the same
1: members, of course.
2: Yo, 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 time out, bro. Time out. <laughs> You're telling me, theoretically, mm. there's four people. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're two different bands, but the same four people. <laughs> uh, oh, That's it's exactly more than four people. You. But
1: it's th- like it's uh, like uh, seventeen people. <laughs> oh, what
2: the? F- so like, <laughs> like, like, are subsections of them different group names, or maybe? I
1: I it's mean, like, I know they've done a lot of like uh, like uh, Bootsy Collins, for example. One of the members of of uh, of Parliament Funkadelic has done some of the Parliament Funkadelic music, like outside of like George Clinton's. Supervision. <laughs> it's know? like so Brock
3: stuff. I was going gonna on, say right? it's yeah. like Brock and Hampton. Like, it's are Brock they two and bands, and, and we yeah. just we just weren't aware.
1: Like, <laughs> uh, so Brock
3: Hampton is was- not one word. It is, it is. Oh, oh my god! It's yeah, like me Afro. Oh, uh, never
2: I'm <laughs>
4: Afro <Afro-futurism>. futurism, <laughs> but that's not the name of the Um. Uh.
1: So, so that was "Let's Play House" uh, by Parliament, off the album Trombipulation Ooh.
2: And just, what is that word? What that, that's oh, so just, just a nonsense be. word. I'm let sure. Be.
1: <laughs> I don't actually know what it means. And just before that was "Good to Your Earhole" by Funkadelic, Ooh. off the album but, "Let's Take It." To to the stage
3: uh, only
1: funkadelic <laughs> only funkadelic it's all the same people it's all the same members but it's that not parliament 17
2: people in one group it like what is everyone saying <laughs> one word bro what like know. okay you know bts they got they got seven deep and, and yo, they there's only seven of them i thought there was more no 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 there's seven of them they're oh. all fantastic but yeah they make it work with seven <laughs> yeah but like Seventeen?
1: <laughs> bro. Yeah. yeah, well they were like they were making funk music and stuff, and the the origin of, of funk is that it you know evolved from the jazz band tradition where you had you had like a big band, like a jazz band.
2: There's right? no seventeen so, instruments that people <laughs> can be playing, bro. <laughs> yeah, there are, uh, you
3: so, can have so you duplicates. Your, in
1: your in in your average like jazz band, you're gonna have four trumpets. Uh, four trombones. They're playing the same thing. Well, like they're playing harmonies. That's the thing. They're playing like ah. very tight harmonies that, that sound like the same thing. But they're but they're all like, it's it's like between those four trumpets and four trombones, that's like eight different notes, but they're all just so tightly packed together, you know?
2: There's a music theory. That's why I <laughs> I go off on him at least one time a show, you know? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think...
3: We forgot who we were talking to. You know. <laughs> we underestimated your knowledge. So, oh no, not me! I, I pick at this
2: knowledge. I, I try to learn. Okay, yeah, 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 Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you should, you should, you should hear the the episode on sampling. You got some cool. Oh, stuff yeah. to say about
1: Ac- sampling. actually, Ooh. that that paper that I wrote on sampling, uh, there was a, a big a big section on it. Was uh, a big section in it was on the that public enemy album that we just heard
2: oh the first song we heard interesting uh, the
1: third i think third, uh, yes, fear, yes. fear of a black planet that album mm. uh cuz cuz that that entire album is like is like a sound composition like there's there it's like songs but then interspersed with just uh, i mean it's really fascinating to listen to it's just like it's aggressive at parts it's like my man
2: said interspersed <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, Assad. Can you okay. give me the language of origin, please?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Can you put it into sentence? He did. He uh, did again. again.
2: <laughs> I bet you can't do it again.
1: I n t e r. Wow. But yeah, yeah, no. The, uh, the fear of a black planet was part of what made people realize that sampling is like a valid creative medium <laughs> Nice. and when as soon as the companies as soon as uh, like the record labels realized this they all hiked up the prices to to sample their music
2: wow. oh yeah yeah <laughs> and know? then they put all those laws on it remember yep yeah yeah. yeah
1: yeah a lot of yeah. lot of laws that were being used uh, that, that, that were very skewed like it cost more at one point to sample a part of a song ...than it did to just cover the whole song. Exactly. Wow. And know. that goes
2: back... And, like, you know, obviously this is the uh, episode of Black History Month... ...but, like, that goes back to, like, targeting black artists... Mm-hmm. ...who were who doing this. Yeah. No, right? th- that like, is entirely
1: what this is about. You know
2: mm-hmm. the saying of, like, you gotta work three times harder to get half as much? Mm-hmm. This is it. Like, you're telling me I can cover the whole song... And pay you a dollar fifty, but then <laughs> if I want part of the song, I got to pay you five for it.
1: You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> of me, course, man. it's not going to be a dollar fifty versus five dollars. Yeah. It's, it's oh, like, but like that that know. ratio. <laughs> what I'm trying to say, right? I, I think like uh, at one point, rappers just started getting so big and successful that they could just pay for all the samples yeah. they wanted, and they and but of course, there was a little era between you know like the late '90s to the early 2000s when. Uh, uh, and and if you've ever wondered why rap was so corny in that era, <laughs> it's because they couldn't sample music. They just couldn't afford every to do it.
4: Yeah,
3: come on. Uh. <laughs>
2: Is that what uh, you're referring to as Courtney?
1: I'm sorry, son. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I, yeah, <laughs> you're offending me, man. <laughs> no, but what I mean is, in that era, they were incentivized by uh, by these you know ludicrous prices for samples to make their own beats. So that's why there was there was a bit of there were some growing pains <laughs> yeah, in that era, you know. And that's why. Uh, but then, as soon as that genre got big. And people people like jay-z were able to just you know to pay for the samples they wanted mm-hmm. we started seeing these just ludicrous prices because they were being matched right like a, a yeah. company could say oh if you want to sample this song two hundred thousand dollars and then jay-z would just be like bet yeah
3: <laughs> where, tell me where to sign yeah, right. where do
1: i sign exactly
2: yeah but that just that just weeds it out you know creates that system of elitism where Mm -hmm. the top can do it but no one else can but no one else yeah does the talent matter anymore like
3: yeah sometimes i feel like it doesn't maybe that's a hot take but right now i feel like when you look at the the people on the charts on the top of the charts Ah, charts how much talent do we really (laughs) see?
1: you know
2: Uh, And it's not even just the music industry, you know, this is with everything and it's all Mm. systems of inequality, whether it be class, whether it be gender, whether it be um, race or anything really that can classify or categorize people. It just ends up being a hierarchy and then they find ways in which they can profit off of it. Because yo, inequality is profitable. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Shout out to capitalism. Shout out to capitalism. Uh, what's the
2: opposite of a shout out? <laughs> uh, out shout shout in. To... <laughs> out quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Out whisper. You know. Out whisper.
1: Uh, w- whisper capital. in. <laughs> oh, uh, whisper into capitalism. There you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, it looks like we're just about out, just about out of time here. So
2: <sighs> let's let me do some steering. Is that cool? Uh, let me just steer this back to the conversation. You want to steer of the SU Weekly Show and Black History Month. Right, let steer our away. Valued guest here, Fayo Abdi. Fayo, uh, Throughout the show, we've we've uh, learned about your experience as an arts rep and mm-hmm. within uh, the Students Union. Is there a message that you might have for Black students who might want to do this, but might you know also fear those? Um, aforementioned barriers that are faced, burdens that are faced, pressures and and stresses that go with this uh, role of being a representative. Is there something you want to share with them?
3: Yeah. I want to
1: add to that question. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a 30-second message that you want to share with
3: them? Um, okay, yes, I can do that, I think. Ah, okay, that's a lot of pressure. And <laughs> now I'm wasting time. time by saying no. words that are not that message. But time. It's um, I would say that to... Mm I <laughs> feel <You're> like <laughs> I don't like the pressure but honestly I would say that It's so, 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 so important to just get involved, whether it's with the Mm -hmm. SU or other clubs. And that, like, if you feel like there's not a space for you that I promise there is, whether whether once again, it's with the SU or with a club or somewhere off campus or whatever it is, that there's always going to be a space for you. And that if you have to create that space, that that's not always a bad thing. And that Mm -hmm. if you like if you can't find that space, that it's okay to try and make changes and advocate for like that inclusivity and I think that it's really important for people to know that these positions that like all three of us are very lucky to hold and Mm -hmm. that we were elected into are open to all students and that that the black students should be you know empowered to also run in these elections and to be in those positions and that we haven't had very many black students in the SU um and I think that hopefully in the future I want to see that change because I think that we we see a lot of powerful black student leaders that I myself am am so inspired by on campus and I think that um a lot of them have been able to make a change outside the SU and not that the SU is the only way to make a change but I think that the more people that get involved and the more people that can kind of make that difference internally is definitely needed, because not to say that the SU is corrupt or anything like that, it's not like a system that needs to be broken, but I think there's always room for growth, and that yeah, it's it's just... It's a great place to be if you want to kind of make a difference. And so I I hope that people w- will consider running in the future. Of course. I hope so,
2: too. Of course. And they have a great role model in seconds? you. <laughs> to it. you know
1: that that was... Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so with that, uh, I want to wrap up the show today with uh, a song from an artist uh, who played Mac Hall in 2010.
3: We uh, were all alive. We were all alive for this. <laughs> this and is
1: Don't yeah. Say Nothing. Ooh. By The Roots.
4: Hey. The Roots! I the love roots. The Roots!
1: Wow! <laughs> All right. this. this has been Students Union Weekly. The good medicine showing up right after this. Thank you for listening.
3: Thanks for having me.
1: Thank you, FIO, for being here. And uh, good night, everyone. Good evening, good afternoon.
3: I love everybody! Happy Black History Month! <laughs>
5: Amazing air highly contagious kamikaze, sound splash like a shot from a gauge until your body sound class. Winner the class, magna cum lotty beats, bring the beats stop me, flavoring foul, rowdy, re pipe, deep type disposition. Keep them flipping, keep them playing. They position, keep making the people listen. What I spent, put them out on the limb, got tears, got blood, got sweat, leaking out of the pit. Your fake niggas not setting the trend. We never listen to them, it's like trying to take a piss in the wind.